The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Welcome back, everyone. As you probably know, this is week eight of our eight-week course on mindfulness of the body, the Buddhist teachings on mindfulness of the body. And in particular, we've been looking at these three contemplations of body parts, the elements, and most recently the uh, truth of of the impermanence of the body. And we'll really uh, use that as the primary reflection for the guided meditation. But let's go ahead as we've been doing and uh, chant the uh, refuges slowly. I'll ring the bell to begin. Please join in if you'd like. some time settling into whole body awareness cultivating as best we can a relatively still 
relatively settled, relatively soft, relatively upright posture. And like everything in this world, it won't be perfect. It just needs to be suitable, good enough to support this contemplation. And what are we contemplating? Well, we're using these different frames to contemplate the reality of the body. And if you indulge me a little, that chant, the three refuge chant, taking refuge in Buddha, being awake, Dhamma, the way it is, being awake to the way it is, and letting the activity of our lives, the wholesome, creative, loving activity of our lives come out of that intimacy of Buddha, knowing Dhamma the way it is. It's really a the chant, the three refuge chant, is really a love song. And in our tradition, the devotional object is reality. Present moment awareness, opening to the way it is. So you can, if you like, chanting or singing, you can do the three refuges with that in your heart. Like, I deeply value being intimate with reality, really connecting, being real, being grounded, being open, humble, with the aliveness of life, with what's coming and going. And with this class in particular, the reality of the body. So for our sit tonight, we'll begin with this essential contemplation in early Buddhism, whole body awareness is one of the foundational trainings. Learning how to be intimate, learning how to be curious from this place of humility, not with the idea we have about the body, but with the felt empirical sense of the body here and now, the sitting body, breathing body, You can really sense how this willingness to be open naturally includes this open-heartedness, this kindness, mindfulness and metta, kindness, really go hand in hand. To be open, to be inclusive, to be actually humble and interested is really an act of kindness. And then to persist in the awareness of the body, that patient awareness, continuity of present moment awareness of the body, that's also 
the activity of kindness. So we're going to review some of the earlier practices, just in a simple way, find your own way as we sense the body is just a collection of different parts. Simple way is just to scan the awareness down from the top of the head down through the body and just contemplate the simple truth there is skin. Around the head and face there's skin, just skin. The neck, the throat, the shoulders, skin. And the arms and hands Sensing the skin around the torso, front, backside, sides of the torso. Sensing the skin around the pelvis and down both legs, around the feet, the toes, skin. And under the skin, the fleshy parts. So using the imagination, this is a contemplation. So both the imagination, thought, the felt sense, we come up from the feet, just sensing, imagining the fleshy parts. The little muscles in the feet are fleshy. And the larger muscles through the legs, flesh. Flesh in the pelvis, lots of flesh in the torso, the organs, the muscles, all the connecting tissue, all the juicy parts of the body, just as they are. And the arms and the fingers and the shoulders, flesh. And in the throat and in the neck, flesh, and in the head, and in the face, of course, flesh, lots of flesh throughout the body. It's just flesh. There's skin, there are the fleshy parts, and then the third category, bones, getting at the head. Just a simple reality, there are bones here in the head, including the jaw, including the skull, the cartilage around the nose, teeth, in the neck and shoulders, collarbones, the upper spine, shoulder joints, the bones of the arms and hands, fingers, big bones, little bones, all connected bones. Structure the rib cage and the spine down through the length of the torso. Bones. The larger pelvic bones, big bones in the hip sockets, the large bones of the legs. Structure the knees, hardness of the shin, 
down to the heel, the heels, and all the bones, little and big in the feet and toes, bones of the body, skin, flesh and bones, neither attractive nor not attractive. We're contemplating the simple, ordinary truth that this body right here is just a collection of parts, just a collection of parts. And that contemplation, you might notice, can undo this habit of seeing bodies in terms of attractive and not attractive. Because this truth is true for this body, it's true for everybody's body, skin, flesh, and bones, just a collection of parts. This is the simple truth. And we take a few minutes to contemplate the elements so to help the awareness of the body to go beyond concept, we train ourselves to be aware of the body in terms of what is called the elements, like the earth elements, the hardness, softness, roughness, smoothness, heaviness, and lightness. These are the earthy quality of sensation here in the body. So just scanning down from the top top of the head to the feet, at your own pace, and just opening, recognizing the truth of the earthy sensations, the earthiness of sensation, the hardness or softness, smoothness or roughness, heaviness and lightness. This is in many ways the most obvious aspect of sensation, earth. This dance of sensation characterized by earthiness. And now we'll come from the bottoms of the feet up. And we're just contemplating one of the other elements. Let's be aware of temperature. Just temperature in the feet, warm or cool, in the legs. Sensing whatever temperature can be sensed in the pelvis and throughout the torso. Shoulders and arms, hands, fingertips, even temperature. Neck, head, face, coolness and warmth, just contemplating there is this experience. It's not a concept, heat, coolness, just the actual felt sense of temperature in the body, throughout the body, just like there's the actual felt sense of earthiness throughout the body. 
and there's movement, the wind element and stillness, structure, pushing. These are all aspects of what's called the wind element. So just scan from the top to the bottom. Be aware of pushing, pressure, movement, that sense of being held, stillness. Ah, this is the more subtle sensation that in early Buddhism is called the wind elements. It's like this, here and now. And then the water element is this cohesive, moist but cohesive sense of it all belonging together. That all these different aspects of sensation are somehow tied, whole, held together as the experience of the body right now. So notice that cohesive sense of body sensation. And in early Buddhism, this aspect of sensation is called the water element. And as we just sense the reality of sensation as it actually is, not the concept, but the direct experiencing, this very ordinary dance of sensation, hardness, softness, heat, coolness, movement, stillness, that cohesive sense. These different elements are really not personal to me. Heat is just heat being known, coolness being known, hardness being known. I can't really find a mark, in my case, amongst all these different elements coming and going. Nothing really personal in this movement of sensation. And we feel the movement of the breath in the body. This movement of breath, of course, is associated with life, the breath of life. As long as the breath is moving, we are assured the body is living. This body, just on this biological level, needs this movement of breath. We just contemplate. I'll repeat some words, some ideas rather, and you can just repeat them in your mind, rephrase them as you want. So the first reflection for a few seconds, there will come a time when this breath will cease. This body is fragile. At some point, this breathing process will end. So we're feeling the body, feeling the breath and 
contemplating this truth. Every body dies. When there's birth, then inevitably there will be death. We're not trying to be dramatic. We're just contemplating this truth we've known forever or for a long, long time. And the third reflection, there are many causes for death and the timing of the death of this body is uncertain. I really don't know. Timing of the death of this body is uncertain. I really don't know. So again, just rephrase, repeat, contemplate. And if any clear feeling arises in the heart, make sure to be interested in the feeling. You can drop the contemplation and just be willing to be with whatever subtle or not so subtle feeling might arise. But nothing's forced. Although I don't know when this body will die, I do know that my lifespan is decreasing continuously. Every breath is one breath closer. This I know for sure. With each breath, I'm one breath closer to the death of this body the ending of this life. So again, find your own way to keep this reflection in mind. And finally, for this part of the set, the contemplation, only wisdom will be helpful at the time of death. All my nice life experiences, my friends, this body, none of this will be able to help. Only wisdom will be helpful at the time of death. So find your own way to contemplate that, see how or if it resonates.
And we'll take a couple minutes breathing in with each in-breath. You could repeat a simple phrase, this body will die, for example. This could be my last breath. Or something like that. And then with the out-breath, just invite the body, heart and mind to relax and to let go, to let things be as they are, to feel what you feel. So settling and grounding with the out-breaths, but with each in-breath in your own way, you're in charge, just remembering, yeah, this body will die. This could be the last breath, or certainly one breath closer. But keep it really simple. Make it your own, and keep it in balance. If you need to, then really emphasize the exhalation, and the relaxing, and the settling. But if it's feeling superficial, then emphasize with the in-breath, connecting with the simple truth, this body will die. So it would take about three or four minutes, find your own way. And remember, you can be creative. So the grounding phrase with the exhalation could be something like, I'm willing to be open in this moment as it is. So really acknowledging the life that's here and now. And you can continue doing this simple breath meditation, taking responsibility to keep it in balance. If it's too intense, then emphasize more the exhalation and the grounding and the settling. If it feels superficial, emphasize the contemplation on impermanence with the in-breath. 
But anybody who's interested, we're going to go ahead and do the more traditional contemplation for the last five minutes, seven minutes or so. And if it's too intense using your own body, then you could imagine a dead squirrel you once saw on the side of the road or perhaps a deer that had been hit by a car, which may be less intense for you. Or if it's too intense, you can just turn the volume down for these last seven minutes or so and just do the breath meditation, continue with what we've been doing. But the Buddha encouraged some of the monks and nuns and lay people to contemplate just the truth of what happens to a body when it dies. So we can just imagine the aging process. So instead of some disease we live, this body lives to a ripe old age. And there's very natural thing that happens with an older body as it ages and comes closer to the time of death. One thing that happens is the earth element begins to waste away. The body gets smaller, thinner. So you can just imagine that wasting away process, whether you're imagining your own body or the body of an animal that you once saw or other people you've been around in the dying process. And eventually the water element, the fluids drain out. The fire element, less heat in the extremities, fingers are cold, toes are cold, whole body begins to cool down at some point. And finally the wind element leaves the body, the breath stops at first Close to the time of death, it's erratic and rough, ragged. But finally, at some point, the body becomes still. And we contemplate the bodies we've seen in the first few days, if they're not rushed away, right? meat, the fleshy parts begin to rot. This is very natural. It's neither good nor bad. It's just the natural recycling of living material. This is what happens. Dead bodies rot in very predictable ways. So in a way that feels appropriate for you, just acknowledge this truth. Dead bodies rot. Use your imagination in a way that seems helpful. It's not about getting tight. It's just about sobering up, grounding with the reality of the life we're living. And of course, in that time, depending on the circumstances, other animals will eat dead bodies birds and bugs and worms and larger mammals, depending on the particular situation. 
Animals feed on dead bodies. Humans feed on dead bodies all the time. This is nature. So in a way that feels appropriate, that's cooling and calming, oh yeah, the body begins to rot. If the appropriate animals are around, animals will eat the flesh of the body. Eventually, there will be just the bones with some flesh and blood. Eventually, the last of the flesh will either rot away or be eaten. The blood will get eaten or washed away and the bones will become very white, dry. And eventually the sinews and tendons holding the bones together will begin to break apart first and the bones might get scattered. And over more and more months, maybe a year or more, the bones begin to break down eventually will begin to crumble and over a longer period of time will turn to dust. This is the nature of bodies that are born. They go through the dying process depending on the circumstances and then they rot, they get eaten, the last of the flesh is gone, bones dry, become whiter, bones get scattered, bones dissolve. This isn't just true for this body, that is my vehicle right now for my life. This is true for everybody's body. This is how it is. Let's take the last minute or two just to be aware of any feeling here in the heart that's here perhaps because of the reflections we've been doing. Just be present with the quality, the feeling tone in the heart.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.